Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy texts of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are once again reading Den of Vipers. This would be chapter 36 to the end of the book, which I believe is about chapter 70. There's a short little epilogue as well. So yeah, we have uh, finally finished Den of Vipers. Yes! It was a long one. (laughs) It was a long one. I will actually say, though, I like the second half a lot more than I like the first. It kind of turned around for me a little bit. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. So I'm going to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. I was holding my breath like... (laughs) (laughs) What if I was like, actually, my impression has changed and I hate it even more. (laughs) This is the worst. Just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> well, I feel like it's it's important to know, just to recap, mm-hmm. nobody thinks that this is, you know, this is a literary renaissance. Nobody <laughs> thinks that this is oh. going to be the new future <laughs> classic. Yeah. You know, this is not going to win any Pulitzer mm-hmm. prizes or <laughs> anything like that. Nobody's going to go down in history as like a savior of culture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it really, maybe my problem with going into the second half, because I remember in the episode that we talked about this, you were saying that the second half is a lot more like plot heavy and whatnot. And I went into it thinking I was like, oh, well, they're probably not going to be doing stuff as much. So I don't really know how I'm going to feel about that. I wonder if I'm going to like want to skip through parts of the story to get to like smutty scenes or something. (laughs) But it, it turned out like I was more so like trying to skip through the smutty scenes trying to get to the plot. I was like, who betrayed you <laughs> wait a minute where is she <laughs> what happened I'm like, roxy's this... in trouble we have to go <laughs> like this i i really bitch. yeah it's almost like once that part of it kind of shined because i do agree i was re-listening to the episode quite a bit when i was recording it the the first episode we did at Dana vipers <laughs> when we were kind of discussing the plot of the first half in purple, you were saying it just seemed like they kind of rushed together to get us to this point where these characters are all in the same room together. And then we right. can initiate all of the smut and the intimacy and the things. Yeah, it's <laughs> it really rushed along that first half to get us there. But when when I was settled into the story and I, and I was going through it, I think that's why I enjoyed so much more of like the second half. I don't necessarily know if I love the journey to get here, but the last half of the ride was pretty solid. Yes, I agree. I loved being able to be uh, reading. Like, I felt like I was right there with them. Not really at all. But, you know, I was <laughs> I was John Wick with them, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. um, it gives, I think it gives the sexy scenes, the smutty scenes, like a different layer. Yeah, uh, there's some because, emotional intimacy there now. Oh, well, yeah, that too. Oh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I, I was talking about the violence. Oh. <laughs> the violence. Yes, the. Well, now I sound terrible. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Anyway, for legal purposes, don't beat the people that you have sex with unless it's consensual. Yeah, and they you have agree. a safe word. Go for it, but. But I felt that when we got to see them do all of their John Wick plot stuff, that it made some of the uh the sex scenes and the smutty scenes i, I don't know i guess more believable they had like a mm. different layer on them that i was like oh yeah 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 well it makes you when when you finally are able to pull back like the the cover or the curtain if you will some of these like 
hard and tough guys. And, you know, you come to find out that Garrett's, you know, suffering a significant amount of trauma at the hands of a woman. It's like, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. now there's like so many things that makes so much more sense. If I would have known that at the beginning, I wouldn't have hated him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, we find out all about his backstory and Kenzo's backstory and I feel like the first one, because think about it, the character that we got first was Diesel. Yeah. You know? Right. And we were like, but, okay, I feel like person. you needed to that one to be up front to be like, okay, so like, don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. But like, it's okay. Right, right, right. Um, but we got Diesel and it, it kind of changes the way that you look at Diesel. And then, I mean, he's not my cup of tea, but like in some ways he very much is. And, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm like, damn, I wish, I mean, without the knives, but like, could, could, could someone love me as fiercely as <laughs> Diesel loves her? <laughs> I, I feel like we all want someone to, to look at us with the level of reverence that oh. But Diesel looks at his little bird. He well, got a tattoo I don't know. for her within a week of knowing her. Listen. Seven days. I, I would, you know, <laughs> what what show is it? Pussy it, Game it, Immaculate. A... That's all I got to say. <laughs> Blue? A... Why? Why? I mean, I've showed you. I've got all sorts of tattoos for you, Blue. <laughs> Listen, we do need to get friendship tattoos at some point. Is it Bridgerton where, like, the... the um? Boat or whatever, the sound on TikTok says, I burn for you. Is that Bridgerton? Yeah. I've never seen Bridgerton. Yeah. It is. Um, but like, I think Diesel is, Diesel is the problematic version of I burn for you. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. He <laughs> means a literal fire. With a lighter. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> More like, they will burn for you. I will right. burn for you. The world will burn for you. There's lots of burning. I, I'll burn yeah. myself for you. Yeah, without Over a moment's you hesitation. For you. Wow. want to die let me know i got you babe <laughs> we'll go out together finger gun style honestly iconic what did you guys think of the big reveal of garrett you know the big bad and garrett and that whole scene and then of course you've got the stairwell after they go john wick and there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to happen the only thing I, I didn't like was Roxy doing the Mission Impossible theme song in her head while she was exploring. No, I was like, Roxy, relatable. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I can neither I'm, confirm nor deny that I have or have not done that. In the bro, past. I'm like, her fucking shoulders like barely like it was dislocated and <laughs> kind of shoved back in. Her hands are fucked up. Her fingers are snapped. She's missing toenails. And she's sitting there singing the Mission Impossible theme song. And I'm like, Roxy. <laughs> It's giving cronk. <laughs> like, if that's not the part of bitch. <laughs> who is that, you know? So that was the only thing about that's that whole park that I didn't like. I was like, oh my god, okay. How do you guys feel about Roxy holding up in torture? And, like, impressed. critiquing the guy, because he's like, <laughs> man, you have a lot to learn. Yeah, my boyfriend does this for a living, and let me tell you... <laughs> <laughs> we need Kyle Prue on TikTok to to get some of those. Oh my god! <laughs> Kyle ways Prue. to piss off men. Oh my god! <laughs> so, do you know what, Purple? I I do distinctly remember getting a text message late at night, going, "They're not really going to kill him." <laughs> Shut no. up! I thought that you forgot about that. Wait, nope, wait. I didn't. about Garrett? I 
I was very upset. <laughs> wow, really? I did not want any of them to die. I I was ready to riot. I think those were my words. Actually, <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if I if I went into it thinking that any of them were gonna die necessarily. But it's interesting how much revolved around Garrett's character, as far as like his backstory and that whole like second half of the book is basically all based on his past and and all that. That was that was interesting. I would like to know how she got out of the trap that Diesel put her in forever long ago, where he set the house on fire and she has all these burns and stuff and all that. I'm like, Daphne, how'd you get out? Yeah, <laughs> how did you get that out was that? very Diesel confusing. Check. Like that that was the only part that I was like, oh, it just seems so like unlike Diesel to like leave the job unfinished. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he's. Especially for his brothers? It's not like a random stranger that he gets, like, distracted right. because he sees, like, a cool car or something. I mean, he's still diesel, so, like, <laughs> him getting distracted <laughs> <He's nothing laughs> makes sense. He seems nothing if not thorough. <laughs> uh, all yeah. I'm saying is... Professionalism. He, yeah, he takes pride in his work. And I didn't expect that to be how that would work out. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm willing to look past it, and the Daphne part was fine. I really liked Roxy being the one to take her ass out. And you know what? I also, in a way, I'm not going to say I liked the torture scene because that's not great. Though the writing was funny and Roxy obviously had a very good sense of humor about listen, the whole thing. Listen, if I, can, um, if, I, if I can have a moment where we can misconstrue and say violence and sex time is great, then you can have a moment where we can misconstrue. Yeah, like, I don't know. Something in me was just like, you know what? Roxy can deal with that shit because I she's like in the moment like I can't even tell them anything that's like close to the truth to like end the torture because like they'll kill me and I was like oh <laughs> that doesn't seem very loving happy polyamorous <laughs> couple of of us but okay but the overall like I don't know she endured and she went through that and there's not a lot of people who would do even a quarter of that for anyone else no matter the love or connection there so I was like you know what Roxy you you deserve these fucking crazy ass idiots bro. It's all right. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Go get him. And I, I think my favorite part, though, and I, and this just speaks to my own personal trauma, is when fucking Oxy kills her dad. Mm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, you, mu- yeah, you get him. Like, we're living <laughs> vicariously through you. <laughs> get his ass. Um, I loved that. Yeah. Fucking was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, yeah, that's just me and my trauma. So, (laughs) yeah, I think that's like we talked a lot about this book having good bones. And I feel like if you are the type of reader that really like inserts yourself into the story in that way, then that's a really powerful moment to envision your own trauma, envision your own like that role switch from victim to the one in control and that level of power and being able to retake that even in a fantasy setting. It's got to be really powerful for a lot of people. I wholeheartedly agree. I really liked, if you will, in our text in, well, for me, it was 419. Uh, whenever, oh, okay. So it's the beginning of chapter 42. Roxy mentions that sh- she's making plans to like do stuff with the business and stuff. And she says she's only going to hire ex-cons and runaways and then give them accommodations and then give them a second chance in life and make the rich fund. And I actually thought that was a really good character, like a telling character moment. Um, mm-hmm. Because underneath all of the crazy and the, the smexy and underneath all of all of that <laughs> that is going on, sure. 
we get to see her as an actual person come through and be like, okay, so there's all of this shit in the world and I can absolutely take it and just hate everybody and fuck the world to do what I want because I want to. But instead you're doing something to put the good back out there. Yeah. And I love that it made her... Because she is a little, she's a little fucked up. She's a little cray cray. Yeah, everyone um, here is. <laughs> but Roxy's up so, there. <laughs> so it, it shows her with the levels of gray is the point I'm trying to make. And this one was just a lighter shade. And I thought that was really, really cool. And I thought that it was a really good extra layer to put on. Yeah, that was a good character building moment for Roxy, for sure. I also really enjoyed throughout, especially the second half, which she's know coming into really owning the fact that she's like the queen of the vipers or whatever mm-hmm. the power dynamics then they shift and she starts to come into her own version of what that looks like for her we kind of started started to talk about that and started to see it a little bit in the first section but i think it really comes into fruition for her in the second half and i think at one point she even says something along the lines of I'm starting to really come to terms with with understanding what it means to be in this position. And I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like how, you know, I, I guess that's a trope that I'm finding about, about myself is I like power plays. I like power dynamics. I like that. You know, I, I really enjoyed that. I was just like. Power <laughs> is sexy. Yes. <laughs> in every hot. As far as like a character moment, I really liked. There's a lot of good to say about, like, Roxy and everything that we get out of her in the second half, and I agree completely with everything in that regard, too. But I really liked how much work was done with Ryder's character, because I didn't, like, love him in the beginning. I mean, I didn't dislike him. He seemed he seemed good, but obviously he's the type that he's cold, and then you get to know him, and then he's like, whatever, right? Yes, he's super sweet. Whatever. He's icy, and then the ice melts. Then melts. <laughs> <laughs> love it. We love the imagery. <laughs> It was interesting to get to that point. I felt like for someone like Diesel, for example, it's very, I wouldn't say easy for him to fall in love or easy for him to like have those strong emotions, but he does not have the same walls that Ryder does. And to put in that level of work to get to the inner side of Ryder, because I felt like the whole text was like, oh my God, Garrett's closed off. You're the only one that can get to him, Roxy, this and this and this. I'm like, Ryder seems way more (laughs) difficult to actually form that emotional connection and have him rely on you like a partner, not like you're just there like you're, you know, because he barely even will rely on his brothers. Kenzo, most of all, I would say, but it was really interesting to see her assert herself in that role in their relationship. And yeah, again, it was just weird. I was like, Kay and I, like, I get the whole Garrett part. I get there's a lot of trauma and we want to, like, really go into this backstory. But in my mind, that was a simpler transition, I guess, or something that Roxy was more well-equipped for, whereas Ryder's relationship and being adult and having this level of responsibility, and it's not this thing that we're accomplishing through physical intimacy and repeated exposure. It is something that we are working through with trust and a certain level of responsibility. And I don't know. I just, I liked what we got out of, out of Ryder, especially with his story. His backstory got really good as far as like what he did for Kenzo, like growing up and taking out his father and stuff like that. was really cool. I feel like since we've finished the book, Mm -hmm. that really the weakest of the the four bays is really gotta be Kenzo for me. Mm-hmm. 
I I know that he's a fave, but he's I, my favorite one. I know, but there's really not a whole lot there. I mean, we had we had an actual arc with um, Ryder. It wasn't a great one, but we had a little bit of one, you know, because he's still kind of a douchebag at the end of it and sure. closed off. But mm-hmm. he tries. And he does try. That's the point. So we have something of an arc. And then we have something of an arc with Garrett, you know, with the dying of his ex-lady friendo and, and stuff. And we could see he's, you know, opening up and trusting and stuff like that. And I love the fact that they did, like, their both verbal and nonverbal check-ins. I thought that was really cool. I didn't tag any in my notes, but I, I saw those and I was like, mm-hmm. I see you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We even have something of a tiny little arc with, with Diesel. It's more like l- lots of little arcs where we just get to see his his brain and how it work, works and doesn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and how he just went and dove into his obsession. But we don't have anything for Kenzo. We have we well, one, one little moment where he's like, nope, I gotta be strong for Ryder and I'm gonna tell you that we're breaking up with you. Not, not really. What Just about, kidding. Uh, what about the scene though, where he takes her to his mother's grave, and like they have like this emotional moment, and he's like talking about like, "Hey, I've never brought anybody to this place ever before," and they yeah. spend hours talking to each other and crying. Okay, forgot about that part, huh? <sighs> Loki, I absolutely forgot because I thought it was really cringy. So oh, never mind. No! I forgot. Oh, cringy. oh my god! Like, Ew! Shut up. Kendall. Was that in this half or was that the last half? I feel like that was the last half. Well, this I think half? it's a staff, yeah. I yeah. think so. Are you sure? I'm, yeah. I'm really upset time. that you think that's cringy. I'm sorry, I thought it was a little cringy. <laughs> what part? Dude. Just the whole, like... He said he goes there and, like, makes him happy, and that's... Yeah, because he gets in touch with his mom. I, I get it. It just uh, is a little cringy. What <laughs> <laughs> would have been cringy is if he was like, oh my God, I come here all the time. You want to like make out? No, 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 no. That's gross. That's not cringy. That's just. Mm, no. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just made me feel like he likes to take picnics there to have fun. And I was like, that's, that's not a great picnic place, honey. Um, <laughs> f- find another one. That's not a park. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. <laughs> it, it just made me go, oh, that's a little... See, I, like I would that. actually argue that Diesel didn't have an arc. Diesel had a backstory, and Diesel was, like, kind of the ultimate side character because all he did was help other arcs. He didn't have an arc himself. Yeah, he's I'm not, I'm not much saying the same he, person. From beginning he didn't to end. need one because Diesel is Diesel. And like, I don't think the story would have been like made better if he, I don't even know how you would fix what's wrong with Diesel. <laughs> There's so much wrong with uh, Diesel. Don't even start. <laughs> that is that is absolutely professional help necessary. But like, <laughs> I I don't think Diesel would be as hot if he like went to therapy. Oh <laughs> my god! I think part of Diesel's charm is that he is crazy, and like, in a from a book sense, in a romantic sense, if like you no, are the partner on yourself in is real hot. life, Leave it alone. <laughs> listen, in real life, no, it would be necessary. But in a book, I think Diesel. I just take Diesel for what he is. He's a fucking crazy 
crazy dude and it be what it be. Please pause Work, everything. Working on yourself is sexy. Dual minds go. <laughs> please make merch with that sentence on it. If he what? went to if he went to therapy, he wouldn't be as hot. Please, <laughs> please, dear God, I would buy the fuck out of that T-shirt immediately. <laughs> That's what I need. If he went to therapy, does anybody he really hot? need that? It could be. We could make it like they, she, whatever. Like I'm. We could just put it on a picture of a red flag. I just think that's like one of the best things I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. My therapist will be hearing about this one. <laughs> Sorry, I can't come here anymore. <laughs> I won't be hot anymore. <laughs> She's like, let's break that down for a second. <laughs> You're like, oh, that sounds like we need to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I do right. love diesel well, though. Yes, exactly. I, on a red flag, yeah, perfect. Just like please. That. I would literally I need it. I feel like it will fit so many characters in all of the books we are going to read. <laughs> on, no, on we the... should make it a bookmark. <laughs> oh, that's good. And it's <laughs> that red. is a bookmark. red flag. Smart. Make it uh... as a red flag that is the bookmark. On that note, really quick before I forget. So we have changed from Dual Mind Co. to Smutty Scriptures just to make everything less confusing. But if I'm not mistaken, Purple has made a kick-ass series of things for our book, Den of Vipers, that'll be coming out soon. Oh, yeah. So. I forgot I did that the other day. <laughs> so, yeah. We've got one for each of our each of our boys. Each of the boys have their own little design, and we'll be putting that shit on t-shirts. I legit forgot about it. I just got just creative, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a thing. And then I was like, oops, my hand slipped. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally made four new designs. <laughs> God, I hate when that happens. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> well, speaking of diesel, I uh, I really want to talk about <laughs> the sex scenes in the last half of the book. I listen. My favorite of the whole series, probably the whole series, is Roxy planning the surprise for Diesel, where mm -hmm. he has to hunt her through the house. Now, listen. In my defense, <laughs> I'm mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> second of all i love i have a big kink for all of like the primal like kind of side really? things yes i love that stuff and i really liked because my thing is i would say i'm pretty versatile like sometimes i'm more submissive sometimes i'm not i think in general that my default is more being a top being more in control of the scenario I and mean, i'm fine with that i'm comfortable with that but <laughs> I really love the back and forth that they have. The fact that she sets this whole thing up. He's hunting through like the house for her. First of all, love it. Love that. Um, yeah. And then she decides to hunt him like midway through. I was like, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. That was so good. I just love like that switch because that's like something that would happen to me in those senses. Like I've tried. Sometimes I try to be more like submissive or more uh, like play that kind of role in a scenario. And again, not that I can't. It's just not usually my natural inclination. So that's something that I would do. That's not really something I would consider like bratty behavior, though. I People have called me that and they would probably be right. But <laughs> just the switch of like, wait a minute, I can turn this around. Like, I love that. The way they play with those extremes uh, with those two, I fucking love. And then it leads right into the candle scene where he's like, Bur uh, you know, burning candles and then like dropping yeah. the wax on her. It's a kitchen table, isn't it? Or am yeah. I yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. they had to buy a new one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we eat here. 
I love when <laughs> sex makes on. you have to buy a new set of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Probably Avatar, ran out of candles. Fucking... <laughs> Sorry. Keep the carpenters of business. Uh-huh. But yeah, I loved that whole scene. The candles, the like that I was very into. My one thing I will say about that scene that I didn't love, because I was like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Is there is some little it's going to be terrible to say, but a little cross-contamination here. Like, there was fingers and tongues in oh, two yeah, different places that, where they should yeah. not have been in the same situation. And I was like, poor Roxy, you're going to get a UTI. And now you're going to get the kitchen <laughs> table. So, <laughs> sorry, Queen. I hate to see that. That was the <laughs> one thing I hated about that scene. I was like, holy shit. Like, this book has, it has a lot of kinks in it. It just hasn't really appealed to me as of, yeah, like my personal set of kinks, which is a pretty expansive list. I mean, it had some knife play, but maybe not exactly the kind that I wanted. But we got to that scene and I was like, yes, dude, this is hitting every single fucking mark. And then I saw that and I was like, <laughs> Bro, my, my like I'm having phantom pains right now. Like I like like just the idea of now I'm like fuck. Roxy has a UTI. This is gonna ruin everything for me. It's okay. Uh, they have more than enough money to pay for a doctor. Yeah, do you but imagine? Like, do you imagine being the OB for Roxy though? <laughs> you did what? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Not only from that point of view, but what about like if you happen to be a dude OB? You're they touching their, you'd, like, you'd be, like, in the room, elbows deep in Roxy, and everybody's, like, looking around. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, he I would promise. die. He would die, and then she'd still have the UTI. <laughs> I can't live like hazard. this. <laughs> I just can't I do, do I do want to mention, um, I know this, this doesn't really have a whole lot to do with the book, but it just, I, I have also been on TikTok lately, mm. and for this particular scene... I feel like not enough people know if you are going to recreate the scene for any reason, in addition to all of the regular don't play with sharp objects kind of talk and stuff like that, you, sh you should keep in mind the candles that they use mm -hmm. are real candles, like regular candles. But you should not do that in real life. Real life, those candles burn at a completely different temperature than the ones that are made to do that. If yep. you're going to actually do, you know, the, the wax play with your recreation, you need to spend a couple dollars and go get one that's for that purpose mm -hmm. because they will burn at a much lower temperature, which means you will not get, you know, all of the degrees of burns on your skin and have to go to the emergency room and mm -hmm. then explain, well, you see what happened was I read this book. <laughs> and then don't, I burned myself do immediately with a candle. <laughs> There's actually this brand now. I've also seen this on TikTok of, of candles for that purpose, but they actually melt into body lotion. So yeah, a really yeah. good transition from like, uh, you know, kind you of can use some of them as lube too. Yeah. So you could do that as like a pain and pleasure kind and of And they're mix. pretty. Work it into a massage maybe, you know, just pro tips. Do they like, have really no, nice they don't have. they don't have Jason Momoa flavored. <laughs> for, for our listeners here, um, for Christmas, for science, <laughs> for Christmas this year, we all got each other candles. We didn't plan this. We all got each other candles. I got an Azrael candle from you too. I sent out a Rysand, not Rysand, oh. <laughs> candle over to Purple. And then we have a Jason Momoa one for cuddles. So we all got <laughs> the candles. Oh my, I bet there's yeah. some for these characters. I bet I would love a diesel candle, honestly. 
Diesel well, candles like probably fire and smoke anyway. It's just going to smell cigarettes. like gasoline. <laughs> cigarettes. I love he it. He smells like cigarettes a lot. Mm, she mentions yeah. that. That's that would just make me think of my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the most <laughs> attractive thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like oh so maybe my not mom. that one. <laughs> oh, not imagine that, that book. Oh yeah, that doesn't. No, Brand I don't want to imagine. Like I take it back to the last episode of Space <laughs> Like every episode is the last episode, and every one is titled "Mommy Issues." <laughs> um, wait, we don't have any daddy issues ever. Well, we'll get to those. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, Blue, did you happen to have anything else that you want to say about your favorite spicy scene? I think that was just about it. I actually have a least favorite, which I, I'm very I, disappointed yeah. in. Because I don't actually have, like, a favorite. I think my favorite is just the favorite of the book, which happens to be the public. public. And it wasn't oh, even sex. It was just the... Yeah, the restaurant one. Um, the rest favorite. of them are all kind of... Oh, you do? I do. I have a favorite. What's yours? My favorite was against the glass in the in the oh. boardroom. Oh. I I uh, suits and so power, such power and power power is thing and mm-hmm. windows mm. and he smells like mint and he smells yeah, like mint. mint. Your thing is mint. <laughs> it is. So you've got powerful mint suits in a giant window and I assume a giant table. Mm-hmm. And there's office chairs. And I'm sure that they shop at office supply stores. So there's office supplies everywhere. And <laughs> I just can't help it. <laughs> the perfect setting. Oh, he would. <laughs> he would absolutely be the one to have everything perfectly organized. Yes, he would. And color coordinated. Oh, yep, my God. I bet would. you he makes a killer spreadsheet. <laughs> the OCD in you is just losing its mind. <laughs> Yes. One. <laughs> and I have I have praise kink, yeah. Mm. And calls her a good girl, which whole yes, please. I I've never been called a princess before. He does that a couple of times, but <sighs> I have. I hated it. Ugh. Really? Yeah. Do it. No, I'd rather you, you call me princess. a bitch or a whore before you say princess. <laughs> wow. I but I'm the opposite. <laughs> I I don't really have the praise kink as much. I think it can be fun, but I'm more into like Garrett's style of like you know, I fuck you like so here, a bitch you are or something. I'm like, Ooh. well, there's degradation. That's another side of the coin. Yeah. But I just, he, he, he just, yes. So, so many things. And I'm this weird. is my daddy issues. <laughs> I'm, I'm weird because I'm somewhere in the middle where like, I don't, I want to listen to you talk, but I don't want to have to respond in any way because like, I want to listen to the tone talk? Yeah, because I can't focus on more than one thing. So I've I've had those moments where I've had to stop everything. And I'm like, wait, what did you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, I, I'm sorry. I just want to answer your question. What did what did you ask me? Or like, I I can't. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna give me directions, they need to be direct mm. and clear. And that's the only thing you're allowed to say to me where you are requiring a response of any kind. Well, see, he does that though, where he's like, "Stand up!" Did I tell you to turn around? No. So yeah. that those are very clear and specific. Yes. 
And that's great. I love clear. Specific. But if you want to call me either degradation, dirty whore, which, you know, like, okay, that's fine. There's a time and a place. Or if you want to say good girl mm-hmm. or whatever, okay, time and a place. But if you want me to respond to either one, <laughs> we have to completely stop everything we're doing so my brain can concentrate. And uh, that's sometimes counterproductive. <laughs> sometimes. That's a lot of times counterproductive. That's funny. Yeah, I'm always on the opposite side. I feel like I'm the only one ever doing any type of like actual dirty talk. I'm kind of like a power bottom depending on the scenario where I'm like, all right, I'll encourage you. I'll do all this work, but you at least it's okay if you don't respond, but you at least have to make noise. (laughs) Noise is nice. You have to make noise, do those, the grunting, the whatever. As long as I can hear that, I will keep going. That's all I need. So, you know, I actually didn't super enjoy the office scene, mostly because I just wanted more and there wasn't more. It just was like, just imagine all of their <laughs> office supplies and the like, nice what, desk chairs. But I, I was just hoping that maybe the office board would still be there. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, so, That's a whole or maybe like, or maybe the window was like several floors closer to the ground. I see. That's, yeah. Apparently that's, I'm see, I'm learning so many things about myself. <laughs> this is an exploratory yeah. book. Yeah. Not in real life, but in book life. Hey. In book life. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're learning so much about each other. You all learned I have a primal kink today. We just learned yeah. a little fun tidbit. I'm taking a lot of notes. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing with those notes? Uh, <laughs> I can't, like, it's, you know, I can't respond. <laughs> everything. <laughs> gotta take my time <laughs> so i feel like with a primal kink like i read a i read a different book i can't remember now what the name of it was but it was primal kink and i was very like this is a lot really fast and mm-hmm. i don't you sir <laughs> like, <laughs> sir, <laughs> i'm need you to calm down sir um, and i was like this i is feel like this, <laughs> this is abusive um i don't know what's going on and yeah, so that's my, th- I, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Respectfully. <laughs> when I discovered that, kink, I, yeah. for me, it was more like, it's like, hey, I'll give you a head start, run, do whatever you're going to do, whatever, however the scene is set up. And I'm just like, chase me. And I just fucking dart. <laughs> I'm out of there, dude. I, oh, I love it. I love it. I, I think we need to introduce you to Caleb. <laughs> In Zodiac Academy. Caleb Altair. We will get to Zodiac you, Academy one day. I'm you sure. would love Caleb. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> listen. Like listen. I I not put forth Zodiac Academy as our next read because I don't think that I can emotionally handle it if you don't like it. Okay. And it really makes you the first Five books. Okay. (laughs) A small ask. Five books. (laughs) I assume of what? At least 400 Uh, pages length? Five thick books. Oh, God. I will... I will cry and not want to do this podcast anymore. They are are so thick. They are actually bigger than the Den of Vipers. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. And I I read Den of Vipers at first. Because the first time I read it, it was on Kindle. And I was I was on my phone and I was just like swipe, 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 swipe. 
Um, yeah, oh, so so it goes fast because I'm just like, yeah, I don't even know how big these are. I'm when just I, clicking. <laughs> when <laughs> I ordered the book, I was like, yeah, I can I can read this again. Easy peasy in like three days. And I was like, no, oh, <laughs> shit, this book yeah. is fucking huge. An inch and a half thick. <laughs> she Fair a enough. big girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she is doing her best. What I will do for you is I'm going to buy it, not tell either one of you that I have purchased the first book, and then I'm going to start reading it, and then I'm not going to tell you anything. Like, if I don't like it, I will tell you I never bought it. And if I do like it, I'll tell you, wow, I love you it. You won't like it. You won't like Okay, you know? let's just, you know what, we should just talk <laughs> about this later. <laughs> You're right. My, we, we least favorite, my least favorite scene in Den of Vipers, as far as <laughs> any of the smut goes, is actually, and I was I was disappointed. Maybe I built it up a little bit more in my head. I was really looking forward. I'm like, okay, it's a wide shoes novel. Of course, one day they're all going to have one massive orgy, right? That's how it works. I hated that scene, though. I really didn't like when they actually got them all together. Diesel's got blood everywhere, and it's just like, oh, why is this? I don't know. I enjoyed the idea, but when it actually came to fruition, I did not enjoy. I didn't enjoy that scene. It wasn't really like everybody all together. It was like her and two dudes, and that was it. Yeah, and it was almost like, like Hey Knight or whatever her name is. It was almost like she couldn't imagine what five people would be like. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, well, I know threesome. So we're just going to stick with that and have the mm-hmm. other two just like there listen, to tag in. That's when you commit to your book and you say, honey, listen, I've got some research I need to do. <laughs> All right. So call, call Reese, call uh, Cassian, as Cassian mm-hmm. and Jason Momoa and we'll get this Hellion knocked out. As well, <laughs> throw them all in. Yeah, I just. When it all came to play, I was like, okay, first of all, I kind of expected everyone to be involved. Writers sitting there just like calling the shots. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. It just wasn't, wasn't it for me. And I really wanted that one to be good because I was like, again, like for me, that's like not the point of why choose or whatnot. But like, obviously, like, you know, there's a, there's something about this relationship dynamic that exists together. And I wanted to see it in a, in a physical form. And it wasn't bad, but it also just wasn't like, wasn't my favorite. I mean, I guess I also kind of was sad that you didn't have the dudes. They didn't ever suck their own cocks. Like, I was They're like, come on, man. Like, no, like no. Bendy boy. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, hey. <laughs> I know a guy. Oh, <laughs> but I digress. No, like, they, they didn't, didn't do anything other. like with each other. Because, I mean, in real life, like, that's a lot of times what would happen would be, you know, they'd, you know, find other sources. I've seen, I've seen Zoolander, I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zoolander, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to pull all the personal experience out here, lay that on the table, but it just, I just wish that it had gotten a little bit more varied. Yeah, I think, I think we're Kay and holes. I fucked up. <laughs> True. I think where Kay and Knight fucked up is, like, two of them are actual biological brothers. Like, and I don't want them to interact, but, like, maybe the idea of, like, having them in the same, like, instance, even if they're not touching. I mean, I just find it really hard to believe that all of them are super hella straight and they're all super okay with seeing each other's dicks, but then nobody ever touches anybody else. I feel like even in a group scenario. Yeah. Enzo and Diesel would have been easy by. Easy. Easy. Both of them. They've already no. had moments where they're watching each other. And I mean, Diesel's, Diesel's like, fucking crazy. Him. You can't tell me that he would be like anything for my little bird. And then, you know. Yeah. 
You're telling me it wouldn't I'm happen? not trying to make this an X-rated thing here. <laughs> no, you're, yeah. We get I'm, what you're I'm just know. saying that that I feel that it could have been, it could have been so much more. Yeah. If you do just you... had just a tiny bit more imagination. Yeah. Do, do you both feel a, a tremendous amount of sadness that there was no bed of money? Yeah. Yes! yes! I was I very <laughs> upset! I was like, no! You could have done that in the fucking boardroom! You just you kicked out all the people, you should just take out the money and throw the money, and then, then you have all of your chaos, and then you have your money, and everything else is organized and neat and clean, mm-hmm. and like hardwood, and mm-hmm. <laughs> what it... Anyways, so my least favorite <laughs> was probably <laughs> the the, uh... The one in the locker room is my least favorite. I see. Yeah. Cause, cause I love, I love, I love clean and, uh, all of that. And, and I hate sticky mm. and I just feel like yeah. it, since it was dingy and gross and it was like, nobody had ever cleaned it and it was sweaty, but it was, like, you know, everything and mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. But you know, every <laughs> single surface in there is, is gross yeah. and sticky and I don't want any part of my body anywhere near that <laughs> yeah i don't think i'd even be able to be comfortable in no. that environment enough to like actually enjoy myself no so i feel you no. on that one i gotta tell you something i hoped for and this is gonna shock you i don't know if you guys are ready for this oh something that i wanted but wasn't in here you are not ready for this <laughs> this is not. probably gonna be the <laughs> vanilla one of the group this was gonna take you like way crazy I really, really wanted more gunplay. Like, I, I wanted her, like, it would have been so easy with Diesel for her to uh, have to, you know, suck one and take one. And, like, we got a knife in the ass. I'm like, okay, cool. But, like, I wanted, like, a gun. Who, is he going to, like, do the thing? Is it a rifle? You know, maybe it's a shotgun Wait, or something. Like, I wanted more. Because I thought there was. There is, no, but I wanted a little bit. more. Yeah, it's very like <laughs> teased upon. Yeah, I wanted a lot more detail and bigger guns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wanted. Okay, so again, I feel like I feel like we need to, to mention this for the kids at home. Okay, not for the kids, for the adults, because kids yeah, should not be doing any of this. No, this is eighteen this. plus, eighteen you gotta plus, go. you gotta go. <laughs> twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> for for the very very adult people at home, don't 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 play with loaded guns. No, don't do that. Um, don't do that. Don't Unloaded. don't do that. Don't don't no. play with loaded guns. However, <laughs> in the book, yes, in the book, in yeah. the very fictional, non-real, especially non-real life book. Mm-hmm. With these uh, non-real people in this mm-hmm. non-real situation, I wanted it to be loaded. Right. Yes. Russian roulette. One bullet. Yeah, right. that would have been hot. That would have been so much hotter. Yeah. In the book, not yeah. in real life, in uh, the like, book. Don't not, ever play with guns. But unless... not a handgun. No, don't play with loaded guns. But not I a handgun. Know. I think it needed to be a shotgun. The scene, too, like in that scene where she has the gun against Diesel's head and she keeps clicking it. And it goes like that. Oh my god, that awakens something in me. I'm gonna have to deal with Did that. You later. Imagine what reading that because you should not do that in real life. Yeah, but reading that, what reading that would have done to you on like, a bed of money. 
Oh my god! Oh god! We what need to write a game watching romance. the whole thing. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Audience, Russian roulette, yeah. bed of money, go. But no, I, I, Office um, <laughs> I, yeah, I wanted it like in her and firing and like, yeah. I Without, wanted with with don't not real life. Yeah, no, not, not real life. But like that's what I I wanted just more of that. Interesting. Yeah. I see my thing. I think when I'm reading it, I like to like the scene with it against like his head or like in her mouth or something like that. But once they go into actual actual like insertion, I'm not really too much into it. Like with the gun scene and with the scene with Ryder, where he puts like a water bottle or something. It's described as, oh. and I'm like, oh. yeah, I, w- I didn't really understand. <laughs> that what one was like, get that out of there. <laughs> my brain made me think of one of those uh, like beer bottle caps. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was, I was like, oh my god, that would be so sharp. <laughs> it should it don't knowing do his that. character, it should have been a wine bottle. It should have been a wine bottle. <laughs> okay, so if you're gonna recreate this again, don't, <laughs> don't. Put, just you don't. have to be very, <laughs> very careful about the things that you put inside of other things. Um we need flared ends. Oh, we need body of flared material. We need not hollow glass <laughs> because your muscles are very um, strong. <laughs> they will break the glass. Don't do that. Not to go off on a tangent, but I did recently. <laughs> I, I know this now because I did watch or was told about it and actually watch it, but a video that happened apparently in 2008 on the internet. So um, I just don't want anybody to get hurt. <laughs> nope. Just all of the things that we talk about in books are meant for books only. So don't do them unless you are a professional. Or are you know, in what, the have presence been good? of professionals Just, with their guidance. Do yes. you know what also would have been good is Shibari. Sure. I feel like uh, yeah. Tenzo. Or, yeah. or Tenzo would have been good for Shibari or um, fucking Ryder. Ryder should have done Shibari. Had had that bitch tied up in his fucking ceiling in his bedroom <laughs> for like two or three hours. And then well, that's a little weird. They kind of do that in with the Joe ceiling? a little bit. No, like to the ceiling, like suspended. Oh, okay. You said in the ceiling, so I was like, thinking like yeah, behind no, dude, like, one of the you beds. Imagine, imagine Roxy suspended above his bed oh, from yeah. the ceiling, and instead of touching her, he does it himself watching her. All right, so Demo Papers 2, K.A., was <laughs> that there? <laughs> Listen, coming from the vanilla one of the group, I've got all the ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. They didn't really go into that at all, but they went into some pretty like extreme like BDSM stuff and completely avoided that. I mean, there were chains. Like Diesel had yeah. her chained up once, and Garen and her used them lightly, but definitely not to like the level. No, no rope, nothing fun. Hate to see it. I think it was like a throwaway line, though. It wasn't like, "Hey, yeah. let's use this in X Y Z ways." It was like, "Yeah, so I feel like it's probably over there somewhere or something." Yeah, we have yeah. them. If we need them, kind of vibe. <laughs> it's a thing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or another one could have been balcony, like sure. over the edge of the balcony. What movie was that? That was um, vampire one. Fucking. I think that Underworld. was actually Britney Spears or um, <laughs> was, Michael Jackson. No, it's no. That was with a baby. It was Underworld, uh, where they did they did it over a um, a waterfall edge or whatever. But on a but building. Like, no, this was. the and it i just said it was it was a waterfall edge cliff thing they did this was the very first time they had sex 
Listen, um, I, I have seen the movies once, <laughs> like, like a decade ago. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. That kind of thing over their balcony would have been pretty cool. I was actually surprised we did not get a single pool scene. Yeah, they have. A they pool, went through all the trouble of mentioning how it's like a wonderful pool and they don't use it once. No, they are busy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, with any one of those scenes over like Kenzo being like, we're going to go to the casino today. And it's like, oh, <laughs> another boring yeah. thing. He's going to put her in a storage closet. Oh, and do the thing. stop. That was not boring. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. But mm. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love them. I so, just don't get anything from those scenes. Like, I'm not a big uh, Kenzo guy. He's not my he's not my least favorite, but he's not my favorite. At least they didn't fuck on his mom's grave. Yeah, the bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum. But hey, we met it. <laughs> All right, if there are any gentlemen listening, do not. <laughs> do not. I don't care what, what blog on the internet tells you it's a good idea. No lady or female <laughs> presenting uterus having person would like it uh, if you guys had moments in, in, in over your mom's grave. Don't do that. No, even a graveyard is fine. But your mom's grave, bro? Come on. That's weird. That's mommy issues. Especially if you're yeah. like, if it's if it's V card time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I just want you to be here for this Ow. moment. No. Ow. Cringe. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. Yeah, she <laughs> might have a bone to pick with you. Uh, You're I You're hate it. Banned. You're banned, and <laughs> Smitty Scriptures is over yet again. Ooh. <laughs> All right, On that note, <laughs> um, what character would you most want to bone in real life? Right, IRL with IL, all of the the IRL safeties. Mm. I gotta go with Kenzo. It's, it, I mean, yeah. In, in real like life, Kenzo. ones like that kind of thing was. That, I or? yeah, I want because I'm assuming it comes with the power and this in the status and all that with it, right? So, for example, the restaurant would still happen without without being arrested, <laughs> right? Let's say yes for for fantasy's sake. Yeah. Okay. I, if we're over... also going to talk about yeah. book immunity, <laughs> then I guess yeah. that comes with the health immunity. It does. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. I gotta say diesel. If it comes with the health immunity. <laughs> so if it I'm doesn't not getting arrested. Immunity, you're no. not you're not going to the hospital or dying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, <laughs> I physically none of these men are really my type personally. So, so. Roxy? No. <laughs> no, Roxy's yeah. not really my type either, I don't think. But physically, it just like none of them really stood out to me in that sense. So I would probably have a really hard time like actually being attracted to any of them in real life. But I would say it's probably a tie between Garrett and, and Diesel. But Diesel would have to have some serious like boundaries and stuff happening <laughs> because in that last scene where they're together and he's like literally like he, he scars her in like the last one and stuff. And it's like that man was very close to actually just 
killing Roxy. It was like very close to that like edge. And she kind of had to walk in back. They would be going out doing what they loved. Hey, man, good for them. But she literally had to walk that back. She was like, hey, uh remember how you give pleasure to and it's just pain right now? Hee hee hee. And then Deuce was like, oh, yeah, I'm like actually um, almost murdering you. Right, 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 right. (laughs) So personally, um, that's a little over the line for me. (laughs) Not the end of the world, but but I, I think I like Garrett's approach probably the most, but I would probably have the most fun with Diesel. So those are probably. My I want choices. Diesel as a best, as a best friend. Yeah, someone who mm. noxiously supports you. Yeah, okay, you know that would burn TikTok- down the world for you. Yes, there's a TikTok sound that that says it's two people talking. One's like, "What would I have to do for you to not like love me anymore?" And they're like, "I don't know, man. You'd have to do something like real bad." And he's like, "Yeah, what is that?" And he's like, "I don't know. If you went went Hitler and like genocide and all that, I'd you know." And he's like, "Right, okay." And he's like, "I'd be like." Well, come on. <laughs> like, I want, yeah, I feel like that's diesel, but like to an unhealthy mental health perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I want that as a best friend. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. The blue got somewhere. Uh, <clears throat> oh. <laughs> oh. I just show up at your house tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> Hi. I brought my knife. Like, <laughs> is this what you wanted? <laughs> I'm like burning a bouquet of roses in my hand as I'm standing there. <laughs> Goofies. Well, Speaking of all the boys, though, this is one scene that I wanted to talk to you guys about in the epilogue. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Okay, there's four rings, and I wanted to know your opinion because, of course, dear reader, they all get married in the end. They you just all... want them to be cock rings. Well, <laughs> that probably would have worked better than these four rings. I think I disliked most of the um, descriptions of like the engagement rings or whatever that they gave Roxy. I didn't. I don't know if I liked any of them. Do you guys have one that you like? Anyone that um, would be your market? What page is that? I don't even remember. I what actually they have said. that marked. It's um, <laughs> it's in the epilogue, so it's like page six hundred thirty-five. So it's past chapter seventy. And then she's literally like, tell me there aren't four rings uh, as she's smiling, having a good time. Diesel gives her, uh, it's described as a beautiful orange stone set in a band etched in flames. I'm just picturing like the Guy Fieri t-shirt like flames for some reason. And love that. And like, (laughs) and like, I just, I just don't know if I would want to wear that as like my wedding ring. So like, that was a little weird. And then I forgot what. Garrett's was but I actually wanted to talk about this too because it says like it doesn't give a description again because they briefly mentioned it earlier on in the book and I really could have used a refresher but it says uh you know Garrett murmurs drawing my gaze and he opens the box to reveal the ring from Daphne this was always yours I just gave it away by mistake yeah you're I did re-gifting? not like that you're re-gifting no. the engagement no. ring <laughs> from the woman that almost killed it oh oh no <laughs> I'm did you um <laughs> well it's at this moment that blue realizes that my my engagement ring was the re-gifted engagement ring uh, um i I'm said really what busy. i uh, <laughs> but like just don't do that yeah. and here's the here's the thing too daphne is a straight up like murderer and like a horrible person who tortured him and literally like gave him so many scars and he's like oh my god naturally was, i think it was just a gold band I remember okay right. yeah just a gold band yeah, I think it was just a gold band because yeah. I think she got it out of the side of his bed and was like, the fuck is this? Were yeah. you married? And But I think it was literally just a gold 
Okay. That at least is, like, plain and can go with other things, but I just feel like with how much Garrett's trauma is brought up and how easy, not to say easily that it's triggered, but he obviously has a lot of triggers. So there's a lot of opportunities for him to get really upset and remember that situation. I just felt yeah. like him giving Daphne that like or hit the ring from Daphne that he was going to give her to Roxy would be this constant reminder. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. it's so, not a good look. Yeah, it, it's so, not a good look, and it doesn't like make sense to me for Garrett's character. Okay, Kenzo's I, Kenzo's ring that he gave her was it says redstone with carved dice on the side. So stupid. And then Riders says a traditional cold looking huge diamond. Okay. Just Here my, here's my thoughts. First mm-hmm. of all, I think four rings is a bit much. Yeah, which they need to be offering. <laughs> They're giving them to her, so I I would and I they would can give it to her. <laughs> I would have liked a multi-stoned ring with colors that represented each of the guys. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been better. But this is this is book world, right? Yeah. Like this is not. Now, I'd also like to take a moment and remind um, us about the jewelry and the things that they have bought her in the past. And none of it has been corny. All of it was exquisitely made, mm-hmm. really, really well done. Um, the jewelry and stuff that they got was like really, really nice. All of the clothes and stuff that they got her was really, really nice. Very much her style. So I would like to think that the flames are not Guy Fieri flames, that it's probably just like, you know, uh, the outline. Orange for the stone? for the stone, yeah, because of flames and fire, and red would be for the dice, and I I get those. Were they ones that I would want? No, even I, the traditional yeah. one. No, mm-hmm. I feel like that should have been a blue stone, like a like an ice no, sapphire opal. Oh, that could be good. <clears throat> um, I just don't understand the logistics of wearing these because. Does she put, like, on her actual, like, ring finger, does she put, like, whoever her favorite of the day is as, like, a competition? Like Our bay of the day. Yeah, like, is she doing that? Like, is she picking out? Like, does she put all four of them on one finger? Because that would look really silly. They don't say, right? Yeah, yeah, no, they they just tell her she has four rings. Listen, listen, she's got two hands and two feet. (laughs) (laughs) It might be strangely intimate. It might have been better served as a necklace or like I said, like one ring with to rule them all. <laughs> no, but like with, with elements of the guys, I feel like that would have signified one relationship with everyone as opposed to four individual relationships. Mm-hmm. But I guess, isn't that really what she has is four individual relationships. Yeah. Because the, none of the, um, the boys in the story have a romantic relationship with each other. So I guess it is kind of like that. Yeah, so it's a it's a reverse harem. It's not a polygamy situation. Yeah, Un- See, I would be thinking that it would need to be like. I feel that they missed a mark. Mm-hmm. To me, what I thought would be really cool, and very on brand, would be if they had done rings, um, tattooed. Oh, yeah, I thought tattoos, and I then had thought, yeah, and then have them all be coils. Of the snake? Of the viper, yeah. so to speak? A viper. Like, all of them get a viper tattoo ring thing. Mm-hmm. And it all be the same. I feel like that would have uh, would have been the mark. 
Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. I kind of assumed, I know Diesel kind of fantasized about it at one point, but I was surprised she made it out of the whole story without any tattoos or carvings of their names. Because Diesel definitely mentioned uh, wanting to carve his name into her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Garrett got that little heart on his butt. <laughs> You know, just little things. But I did kind of, I don't know, I kind of assumed that Roxy would end up with something for all of them in a way, because tattoos were kind of not like a main story point, but obviously she has tattoos, Ryder's covered in tattoos, Diesel's covered in tattoos, Garrett does tattoos, he has tattoos, everyone has tattoos, everybody. So yeah, that would have made a lot of sense for everything they had led us up to this point to the characters to believe, you know. And they take the Viper thing, not only as a last name, but like, as basically the main component of their identities Mm -hmm. so i feel like to to not have that be represented in the ring which is supposed to be representative of your relationship in this particular tradition i besides uh who nothing about this entire book has has had me thinking anything close Mm -hmm. to the word traditional (laughs) (laughs) right right so so why do we need rings now i mean and i get that they're like subverting tradition by having it be like carved dice in flames um but that just makes it sound like cheap costume jewelry right or like cheesy real jewelry that you paid way too much money for for some reason that's tacky Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm picturing like a super old karen lady with like a giant brooch of like a teddy bear or something that's got diamonds in it (laughs) you're like just maybe don't yeah (laughs) but yeah tattoos i I feel like that's the way they should have gone and they should have made it a viper like a like a snake ring yeah like that oh, i think you should have done the cover the cover of this is so nice if you could oh, have just so told good. me it's just a, for every listener here who doesn't isn't familiar with the cover of this it's basically just a skull with a golden uh viper so to speak going through like underneath and through like the eye sockets and there's a couple flowers on here as well if you just had all the characters get like matching tattoos that would have probably been more symbolic and more in line with what we know about these characters than yeah. a traditional wedding right the diamond wedding ring like as if writer <laughs> I mean, it would have been okay if it had been like mom's ring. Sure. No, then, because then it then in, you would have two entire boys that that leaves out. No, I'm saying like Ryder's ring. If Ryder's ring had been their mom's. Oh. Ring. Oh. She was buried with a seat. Kenzo, dig it up. Get your shovel. Oh, All right, Kenzo. We're going on a picnic. Bring the shovels. <laughs> but yeah, I I think tattoos would have been. Perfect, honestly. I really do. Or some all of them had tattoos. Yeah. D- Garrett could have done it for everybody. He literally tattoos her earlier on in the story. Right. Yeah. So could have very easily transitioned into that, but that's all right, gay night. I do have one giant question, which is a point of contention for me that has nothing to do with the rings. Go on. On page, what for me in the Kindle was. Um, 549 but it's the very beginning of chapter 60 this is whenever that house is going to get blown up and you know she murders daphne and all of that fun stuff and she's walking out and she sees the dead people she sees sam is dead who the fuck is sam that's the um... oh my god selena (laughs) (laughs) she's like super that sam is dead and then they make a big thing about going to the funeral and stuff i'm like who the hell is sam 
Is Which one? Of the bodyguards. one? There were was, many of them. <laughs> one of the one of the original two that doesn't like that she played cards with, and then ended up like he helped her later on. He I was didn't he was either. I had to go I'm back sorry. and reread to figure out who the fuck Sam was. As and the note that I made was my initial reaction. Who the fuck is Sam? That, that's my brain. Went, Who is this? Yeah, I really, I like, I knew Tony, like, kind of. I, like, I was like, okay, I kind of know that name, but I did not know Sam at all. All I thought was, oh my god, Selena. So nice to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I didn't know who that was either. I kind of, I'm going to be honest, I didn't go back and read, so I assumed it was the one that helped her get the weapons out before she was going to go meet up with Garrett because she got that fake text from Daphne to go to the hotel and it was a whole setup scene. I thought Sam was the one that helped, like, he, like, broke down the thing for her to get, like, weapons out of the safe room. That's who I assumed it was in my head. I was like, okay, well, maybe that's Sam. <laughs> but I could be um, wrong. I just, I don't know who the fuck Sam is, but apparently we care a lot about him. He's gone. <laughs> Sam! <laughs> Roxy's only friend. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was around anybody long enough because this is like what a month, two uh, months, maybe two weeks. I think so. No, <laughs> no, it's I don't think she was that. around them long enough to form a fucking friendship. No, I'm let alone sure. be so sad that you go to the funeral and cry all the much. Yeah, it's got to be like two weeks. Is the first thirty-five chapters is one women. week? Yeah, right. Why wouldn't she? If you're so angry about men touching Roxy, you you can't hire female <laughs> security guards. No one, no one available at the time. I guess it's. You fine. can't tell me that you don't know a single woman is a good shot. Hey, man, they're like dudes only, but also don't look at her, don't touch her, don't make eye contact with her. If don't even think about something. her. <laughs> yeah, so you know, could have probably saved themselves some stress if they were going to be that territorial about it <laughs> and murder. Yeah, you know, could have saved themselves some murder. Yeah, because they definitely did murder one guy for what? What he even do? He like touched her wrist because she was like he thought she was like cheating on cards or something, right? Yeah, really I don't even remember. We don't like that guy anyways. So. No, he had to go. But also, just get female security guards. But it's okay. You know what? Ryder <laughs> was just really busy at the time and <laughs> couldn't think of these kind of things. There's a lot going on. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I believe you- Blue isn't it your turn? Mm-hmm. It could be. It is. <laughs> I think it's Blue's turn. Lay of the day. Sam, best character in Dead of Pictures, <laughs> left, <laughs> left the biggest impression on me as a character. True. Yeah. Um, I was so torn up. Really when he drove died. the story forward. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> Sam does die. I know I, I know you get introduced to Sam and you fall in love with him really quickly, but just, you know, just appreciate the short amount of time that you get with him um, whenever it starts. <laughs> but actually, that what, no, okay. I don't know. An, an official lay of the day. I guess I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna give it to Diesel just on the on the off chance that maybe Roxy didn't get a UTI. <laughs> if she did get a UTI, Diesel's out of here, oh, no. and it's Sam. If she if if she if she didn't, then yeah, it's Diesel because that was probably my favorite scene in in the entire book. So I was like, okay, there's like setup and Listen, things happening. So I I bet if she did, and the doctor said it's because you did that, I have a feeling he would like chop a finger off. Of his own, to punish himself for doing that to her. I agree. I think he you doesn't know, think like- <laughs> about the consequences. I think he's just like, your body is mine. I'm going to do whatever I want to it. And then it's like, wait, wait, wait. But there are some logistical concerns. <laughs> but if, but what I'm saying is, but if he then realized that his actions 
caused her to have some harm that wasn't okay. It wasn't what they agreed on. I think he'd be so upset with himself. He'd like chop off his own finger or something like he mm. would go crazy. Uh, or have you know. her stab him. Yeah. Yeah. Something. She yeah, would he'd be like one free kick to the balls yeah. in exchange for your unfortunate punish. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be very, very much in the realm of diesels, <laughs> that retribution for unwarranted and unintentioned pain. Yeah. All I know is she needs some fucking antibiotics, girl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the scene was great, but um, it didn't really He's, end up too well. Diesel's going to go down to the local Walgreens and get some douches. <laughs> <laughs> Something. But yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Diesel. I think he I think he really just steals the scene every single time he's in any type of moment. My sh- my actual runner-up is probably somebody like Garrett. I-, I like the story. I like how important it was throughout the entire arc of the book. But Diesel just steals the scene. He's the first that you kind of start to feel safe with, in my opinion, even though it starts off in the complete opposite way. You get that connection with him the little bird the um when he tattoos himself or he doesn't i don't tattoo himself but he gets that tattoo for him and roxy i love it i love the intensity i love the love i love diesel's character and how roxy is able to kind of match him in some ways match him in his fire not be burned by it so to speak yada 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 just gotta be a little careful back there that's it <laughs> that that's it that's all i ask <laughs> i think he did make a make an attempt um during that scene to wash himself to not disinfect enough. but not it enough. was not enough <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> enough for me <laughs> i'm not saying enough happy birthdays uh, exactly but before we get too off topic, I'll go ahead and read our outro here. We want to thank you guys for listening. I know we did our little shout out earlier, but we do have this Muddy Scriptures Instagram out where you still have access to all the Dual Minds Co. designs as far as all our merch. And we're using all those social medias uh, as far as promoting the new episodes and kind of building community and talking on there. So we'd really appreciate you guys uh, checking that out. Of course, you can still go over to the Blue Cromwell Instagram, Twitter pages, all of that fun stuff to get any type of updates. I'm still active on there, but we have something dedicated for the actual podcast now. So, and these two have been working so hard on that. <laughs> I'm here doing <laughs> editing and having fun, and these two are making designs and doing social media. We have like this great little little team flow right now, and it's amazing. So, I just wanted to give that that shout out to the homies because, I like, even though Purple forgot, they did <laughs> they did make some really fun designs <laughs> for Denna Vipers, and in general, these two have put a lot of work into Akatar theme stuff, throwing a glass theme stuff that the day planners and stuff I think are so interesting and really well done. And just want to you know acknowledge all the work in there. Next episode, we are becoming Mass a Kiss <laughs> again with our favorite author Sarah J. Mass. Uh, we should be getting back into Era of Fire. We are going to be reading, I believe we said somewhere around chapter 35-ish to the end. Um, So back on our throne of glass, grind. We love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And we just want to thank you guys for listening. And we hope to see you soon. Church is adjourned.